Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City, and I'm broadcasting tonight from the bright red desk in Manhattan, where it's absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful day. Not a cloud in the sky. It's one of those clear, 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 clear to worlds, clear to see the world. And last week we had Neptune Station on Friday, which helped us clarify. So everybody's seeing things they hadn't perhaps seen before, and there's a new energy coming in, and we had the seasonal ingress of the sun going into Cancer, which kind of launches us into a whole new season, as well as the month of June. And the sun is stopped as high as it goes on the Tropic of Cancer, uh, 23, 27 degrees above the equator, and it's standing still, solstice, sol, sun, stish, stationary, for three days, and then the sun starts heading back towards the equator, and the days get shorter by a minute every day. So this weekend, I went with my good buddy Lorraine to wait for the sunrise at the St. John the Divine Paul Winter's Summer Solstice. So we get to the church at four in the morning, (laughs) and uh, we sit in the dark and listen to music, and then the sun comes up. And then we went out for breakfast and had a bagel. You know, it's New York. You have a bagel and lox. Uh, And I was home by 8.30 in the morning. It was great. So um, the energy of the new, the energy of the beginning, the energy of summer, high summer. Of course, you guys down in the the southern hemisphere, you are experiencing the beginning of winter. But that's okay. You know, it's that we have that oppositional thing. You guys get winter when we have summer and vice versa. But what we're doing now is we're initiating a whole new energy. And I wrote a newsletter, which I put on my uh, website, and it, it's on my Facebook page, too, I think, um, if, you don't, if you're not subscribed to my newsletter. But the thing that's really interesting about this summer ingress chart, the summer, the, the summer solstice chart, is that there's 49 declinations. Now, I have been an astrologer for 20, almost 25 years. It'll be, I'll start my 20, I started in 94, so I guess it is I'm coming up on my 25th anniversary. I have never seen a chart with 49 declinations. And you go, declination? Wow, what's a declination? Well, here's your astrology lesson part of the story. Declinations are when, you know, we know what the zodiac are. We know where the planets are in the zodiac. So we got a whole bunch up there in Cancer. We have a whole bunch down there in Capricorn, right? But they're all in the same degree of latitude above or below the equator. So when they're rolling along on the same degree, it's kind of like pearls in a necklace where they're boom, 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 boom. And if you've ever broken a strand of pearls and they all fall down, right? But also because they're at the same degree on either side, that's called anti-parallel or a contra-parallel. And so those feel like oppositions. And then all the ones that are lined up together feel like uh, parallels, feel like conjunctions, so the planets are doing it in the zodiacal area, and then they're also doing it in um, declination above or below the equator. So what that does is it amplifies everything. And if you've ever watched those movies with pool, I mean, I've never seen anybody do it in real life. I've seen it in the movies where they hit a cue ball, you know, racked up a set of balls, and then all the balls go in the pockets, boom, 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 and they hit each other, and they all go, they clear the table, like with two shots, right? That's what, it, that's what a parallel and a de- contra-parallel feel like, that the energy is all interrelated, it's all interconnected, and it's very, very intense. So if you have been noticing, 
which you probably have because you observe the sky. If you've been noticing, it's been a little intense out there. And the beginning part of the week, last week through Wednesday, when we had the Mars-Pluto uh, opposition finish, was big, walking craziness. And then Thursday, Friday, Moon went into Aquarius, and it all got a little nicer. Everybody got a little more detached, a little more intense, but it, you know, but more related. So I had like five clients uh, negotiate business deals, big business deals, or big creative projects for them last week on Thursday and Friday. But at the beginning of the week, I had four people overdose. That one of them I knew through, I mean, I knew his sister. My assistant had a friend who overdosed. Um, and then I had three clients. I guess I had five overdose and die and depart. And earlier today, I just got an email from one of my friends that her dad just died. And I had a, an email or text message from one of my friends in St. Louis that her mom passed. So it's a big depart, and a lot of pets are dying. People keep writing, my pet's dying. Remember, pets represent our daily habits and our daily activities, and there are routines. So when there's all this transitional energy in our own lives, a lot of times the pets go, okay, I was for this part of your life, and now you're going on to a new life, so I'm going to leave now and go and do something else. So it's very transitional energy. It's very intense energy. And it's either really, really good, drug overdose, dying, or really, really bad, I mean, actually, I got that reversed. Mercury is also in its shadow. It's either really, really bad, drug overdose, people dying, but then maybe sometimes it's helpful if someone dies because they're in pain. You know, I guess that's a good part about dying. And then for the really, really good, I had all these people negotiate deals or figure out stuff or get offers on their house or get offers to do stuff, and that was Thursday, Friday. So major transitions happening. Remember, the nodes are in the sign of what we nurture and the structures of our lives. Right? So the, the north node's in Cancer saying, what are you going to nurture? What are you going to grow? And the south node is in uh, Capricorn saying, what structures do you need to change, release, redo, reshuffle, reshift? So I have a bunch of friends. You know, the kids are moving out. The kids are moving off. You know, people moving out and getting their own apartments, people breaking up. Major transitions around the structure of your life to go forth to your north node, nurture the next new chapter. Really big week. Now, because we are in the full moon going to the new moon, right, that is releasing energy. So we have two weeks of releasing. Uh, we got till the new moon in, on July 3rd, and that is an eclipse. So we are also in eclipse season. And you all know I like to sing, the eclipses are coming, the eclipses are coming. These eclipses are the same eclipses that happened in 2001 when the United States had 9-11. The eclipse takes place on July 3rd, right on the U.S. sun. So we can expect this to be a particularly potent eclipse for us because we know 9-11 was particularly potent. But also because it's on the structures that we're creating and what they are, and it also is on the direction we're heading and where it is. So there's kind of a double thing. Now, the other part is, you know, we have this other aspect that's running on Jupiter and Neptune squaring each other, which they do once every 12 years. So that's kind of throbbing underneath. And Jupiter is the greater benefic. So he's like, so, like, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What's the vision? So this week I have that group that meets at my house once a month, and they were here. And one of them, Grandma, Grandma Karen's going off with her grandson, 
uh, who's 14, right, Saturn, to visit his grandparents in Italy. They're going to be there for two weeks. And he was the preemie that was two pounds that, you know, nobody knew if he, well, we knew he was going to make it because he had a tough chart. But now he's kind of, they're going on a trip together by themselves. My other good friend is heading down to visit her sister. Uh, and she doesn't like to fly, but she's flying. So that's also a very big travel summer. So you may find you're inviting to travel relatives, inviting to travel to friends, inviting to travel and meet up with people that you hadn't seen in a while. It's the uh, opportunity for foreign adventure, the opportunity for expanding your horizons. Jupiter is happy doing that, and he's squaring Neptune, saying just be aware that we're working on the dream, and we're working on making the dream take new places, take you to new places, and we're thinking back nine years ago and what you did because the Neptune takes 12 years to do the whole circle. And once every 12 years, this year he has three passes to Neptune, Jupiter does, and he's saying make some choices about your dream. So we have, it, we have dream, 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 plus all the planets are at 18. They're all talking to each other, dream, 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 plus we have 49 parallels and contraparallels, action, 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 argument, 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 work together, work together, work together. So you're, whether you're breaking up and moving on or whether you're collaborating and moving on, fast-moving energy, because it's on the eclipses, this next new moon on the uh, 3rd of July, this is fated stories, F-A-T-E-D. In other words, you're meeting your fate. You're changing your direction in life. The new moon is going to be right on the note of fate. It's a total eclipse. Not visible in the United States, visible in the southern hemisphere, but it still is a big deal. And then two weeks from then, we have the lunar eclipse, which is on the guy in the White House's <laughs> Venus-Saturn position. It's a 23 uh, Cancer Capricorn, and it takes us back to uh, January of 2018, two, uh, 20 months ago. Go back to January of 2018, and what was started then is culminating now. So it's very potent energy, and I'm going to tell you, you're going to maybe feel like a little pinball or a little billiard ball getting racketed from one place to the next, you know, whacking here, whacking there, and your ball's running around the table. You're looking for a pocket to fall in, okay? On a good note, it's very potent energy for getting stuff done. And the Mercury and, Mercury and Mars have now cleared Pluto. So Mars is moving forward. He's not having anything to do with them anymore. But he's zipping along. Mercury, however, entered his shadow on the 20th. The good news is <laughs> we're going to have a Mercury retrograde. The bad news is probably going to be a mean one because uh, Mercury's in Cancer and he's hanging out with the nodes and he's going to come back and forth and he's going to get messed up in the eclipses and he's in Cancer. So everybody's very emotional and every couple of days they're going to be making emotional decisions because Mercury's answering to whatever sign the moon's in. So the Mercury retrograde, you know, just kind of be patient, double check, I was doing, you know, I had a reading, uh, you know, Friday night I usually take off, so I had a friend coming over for dinner. I buzzed him in, I left the door open, and this woman walks in, and she goes, hi. I go, hi, who are you? <laughs> she goes, I'm here for my reading. I said, no, no, you're wrong. It's not your reading day. It's not today. It's just like that, not today. Uh, I'm, I'm off. I have a friend coming for dinner. I said, what's your name? Let's find you. So we looked, and it was the next day. It was Saturday. So she came back yesterday, and I'm like, well, welcome back. Nice to see you again, <laughs> you know, because now you're on the right day. So, you know, it's Mercury retrograde. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a sense of humor. The universe wants you to run into them twice, you know. So in her case, she came in. 
I'm like, you know, you're 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 early, but you know, we'll figure out where you are because she got a reminder. Um, and then it was the next day, right? And so when she came, you know, we had a very nice reading, but it was also pretty funny because she'd already been here before. I said, welcome back, you know, because the cats ran over to greet her. And I'm like, you're not supposed to be here. So she left. Um, But then she came back. And so it's Mercury retrograde. Watch for the confusion. Watch for the name slips. Watch for Mercury to give you information. Remember, he wants to give you stuff when he's retrograde. He likes to bring back your ghosts to talk to you. So you're going to run into people. And remember, it always started on the 20th. So it's the retrograde is in July, but it, but it's, you're already feeling it. So I have in my living room sitting here, I'm going to have dinner with her, and, and we're going to hang out tonight, my friend Laura, uh, who I've known for years. I'm going to say 1982, Laura, 81, something like that. Long time. Yeah, 81, 82. And uh, she's in town, and in town visiting her, are the people who her daughter stayed with when she was in high school who lived in Germany. So, you know, she's having a slumber party where she's staying, and she's in town for work, but social. And so it's like a time, you know, people call and say, hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Can I come on over? Say yes, come on over, because this is Mercury Retrograde. He wants to reconnect you. He wants you to connect you with people that you once had an emotional tie with, and you may still have an emotional tie with, people that feel a little like family. At the same time, he is in cancer, so, you know, you may find your regular family is driving you a little crazy uh, because, you know, Mercury's retrograde in cancer and stuff's coming up. People are communicating, deep feelings. So, you know, listen carefully and also don't overreact. When someone says someone, say, what would you say? What, 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 can, I, can you repeat that? And then, then, you know, ask. And if you mishear somebody or or someone says something and you look they look at you like really weird say to them you know what'd you hear me say because with mercury screwing up things people are hearing things incorrectly or through the fog of emotion and i remember at one point i had an assistant who used to be very reactive whenever i would criticize her or ask her to not even criticize just ask her to redo something and a friend of mine said well why don't you ask her what she hears so I said the next time she overreacted, she, I, I thought she overreacted. I said, so what did you hear me just say then? She said, you're going to fire me. And I'm like, no, I just asked you to redo it. I'm not going to fire you. That, I, that, I didn't even use the word fire. I just said, can you redo this? It's wrong. So just kind of watch for that. You know, It's one of those energies of overreacting or reacting emotionally and then kind of flying off. Remember the parallels and the contraparallels. Mercury is opposite the Saturn and Pluto. So people can be reacting emotionally, and that's okay, but just kind of when they do that, you know, you in your world, take a pulse and then say, so, like, what was that? And also really honor your feelings. Mercury in Cancer wants you to pay attention to the feelings. He's very active. He's really feeling it. Fortunately, none of the planets are out of bounds right now, but it, it still is because of that intensification due to the due to the parallels and the contra-parallels, where all the people in a row were all going, did you hear them say that? You heard them say that. I heard them say that. You heard them say that. And then looking at them and going, you said it. So on a bad day, play Bad Blood by Taylor Swift or, or Reputation when they're all lined up in a row and they're all yelling at her, right? That's, that's it on a bad day. On a good day, it's your posse. It's your gang. It's getting the people together to pull together Let's go play. Let's go have a show. Let's go do stuff. That's the good day version. 
And, of course, it is eclipse season, so it's heightened energy. It's bringing up the stuff from January that needs to be resolved. And it's starting a whole new story. But because we're in the release phase between now and the new moon, on the 3rd of July, a lot of departures. A lot of departures. A lot of people leaving. You know, this week we had Gloria Vanderbilt leave. And I remember... Uh, having her jeans when I was young. You you looked really good in her jeans. I mean, I was a lot thinner back then, but they gave you a shape. They were really curvy. And so it was very funny because I was listening to Anderson uh, Cooper, because that's his mom, talk about how he and his brother used to talk how many, used to count how many people had their mom's signature on their butt. (laughs) And you you think about it like being a little boy, counting your mom's signature on people's butts kind of works you know and i'm like that reframed gloria vanderbilt's blue jeans for me so watch for reframes too okay because there's an opportunity mercury wants you to see it from both sides he wants to give you a different perspective and of course that's what all these transits are for we are in earth school we are here learning cool stuff so that we can grow up and be wise and uh work our work our charts work our life Okay, so today the moon's in Pisces, uh, and it goes void, of course, tomorrow tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, 7, 10 p.m., with a trine to Mercury. So today and tomorrow, good news, and also a little bit of emotional sentimentality. The moon is void from 7 tomorrow night, the 24th. These are all Eastern times until 10.38 p.m. when it goes into Aries. Aries moon is Monday. Aries moon is Tuesday, the 25th. Aries moon is Wednesday, the 26th. Aries moon goes void at 3.51 a.m. on the 27th, and it goes void with a square to Mars. So Monday night, Tuesday night, Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, all kind of contentious. And just know that the energy is kind of contentious and a little crabby, particularly Wednesday. But Sunday, uh, Monday has good aspects, so Monday is pretty nice, except Venus is square Neptune, kind of encouraging you to maybe feel a little sad or processing, maybe an emotional loss. Wednesday's really tough. Wednesday's really tough. Mercury goes into Leo Wednesday night around 8.20, but Wednesday the moon squares both Saturn and Pluto, which is in Aries. He's in a contentious pick-a-fight, be-argumentative kind of mood. And the day before, on the 25th, the moon in Aries squares the sun, so he's contentious then too. So we're back to Thursday, 3.51 in the morning. Moon is void all night goes into uh, Taurus at 9.32 in the morning on the 27th. And it's in Taurus on Thursday, the 27th, Friday, the 28th. And it goes void at 2.38 p.m. on the 29th. And it goes void with a lovely sextile to Mars. So moon in Taurus, sextiling Mars in Cancer. You get a lot done. So argumentative at the beginning of the week, back end of the week, get a lot done. And it has nice aspects. Moon is in a cooperative, forward-moving, kind of happy place most of the days. The 27th is pretty busy, too, uh, because the moon and the, the moon is busy bee, little guy. Um, and then Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, not too much. Sunday, the moon is void. Saturday, the moon goes void at 2.38, goes into Gemini at 5.09 p.m. And it's in Gemini uh, Sunday the 30th, and on Monday, the um, 1st, it goes void at 4, 5.48 p.m. with a conjunction to Venus. 
so and then of course we have the eclipse the next day so release release let go the gemini moon uh is also helpful that's friday saturday night sunday and monday until 5:48 p.m. and then is void monday night and goes into cancer late monday 9:24 p.m. of course for california that's six your time so not that late for you guys and then it's in cancer uh, Monday the 1st, the night, first the evening, and then it's in Tuesday. That's Canada Day for our Canadian friends. Tuesday the 2nd, and then it goes void at 10.25 a.m. with an opposition. So the eclipse, the new moon eclipse, has a big opposition in it, which tends to be a little more contentious than other things. Uh, this week, the sun has a lot of health aspects. So this is a big week. Any medical thing into the doctor, go, go, go. Don't don't pass go. Don't wait. Just go. Sun is aspecting the node of fate, Jupiter, Saturn, a lot of health stuff, Pluto, with what's called a quindicelli, which is an aspect of 165 degrees. Sun is also square Chiron. It's sextile Uranus, so some unexpected news on the 27th. But the rest of the week for the sun, which is going from two cancer to nine cancer, is health-based. A lot of times when we're dealing with deep emotional stuff, it does make us have health issues. So, you know, the summer cold kind of thing. And a lot of times when we're in eclipse season, there are health things that come to light. Mercury is slowing down because he's getting ready to go retrograde. So he goes from 27 Cancer to 3 Leo. He enters Leo on the 26th at 8 at night. Um, And he has also got some health aspects, more so next week. And again, because these eclipses, the south node is hanging out with Saturn and Pluto, these are big eclipses for people leaving and people saying, I'm not interested in being anymore, i got to go. Mercury is trine series on the 29th, giving us a creative boost. It does have a sesquiquadrate on the 29th to Jupiter, maybe too much stuff, too much information. So just kind of be, and of course he's in his shadow, so pay attention to who the ghosts are that show up in your life. Venus this week runs from 17, uh, 17 to 27, uh, Gemini, so she's moving pretty fast. Of course, she does answer to Mercury and Cancer for the first part of the week and then on the 26th to Mercury and Leo. Her aspects also have some health stuff, particularly the 23rd and the 24th. She also has an a interesting aspect to the note of fate on the 23rd where there's an opportunity to shift some stuff and change your relationships. There's a shift and change in relationships. And she's opposite Jupiter on the 23rd. There's a lot of energy on the 23rd with Venus involved and also an in conjunct to Saturn, a square to Neptune. So Venus this week is doing a lot of emotional processing um, and perhaps some physical adjustments about people in her life. It's a faded energy, F-A-T-E-D. Venus is forming an inconjunct to both Saturn and Pluto. So there can be permanent adjustments in your life around people that are important. And it's eighth house adjustments, so that means they're leaving, they're dying, they're going away. And um, it's a separating energy. So just kind of know that's more towards the end of the week. Uh, But again, we are in, in eclipse season. We're heading towards that new moon. We're in release phase and looking towards that new uh, energy. Mars this week has, um, he's got a lot of contra-parallels because he is arguing with Jupiter, he's arguing with the nodes of fate, he's arguing with Pluto, he's arguing with Saturn uh, by declination. Last week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he was arguing by zodiacal degree. This week he's arguing by declination degree. 
feels the same, but it's bigger. So you want to kind of just go, all right, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, the planets are arguing and I'm in on it. And just kind of watch, Mars is now past them by zodiac degree, so he's really feeling like he wants to leave, but he also is still aspecting them by declination degree. So they're still going to him, what do you mean you're leaving? You can't leave. And he's like, I'm out of here. So just know that that is part of his deal. He enters Leo on the 1st of July, and he is done with cancer. Now, Mars, of course, is considered in its detriment in cancer because we're not supposed to fight at home. <laughs> you know, you don't want to have a war in your house, right? So isn't that one of his favorite signs anyway? Plus, in every two and a half degrees, every two and a half days, he's buffeted by the moon changing signs. And remember, the moon is in Aries this week, so she's in she's in a real fine fettle. And he's in Cancer this week, so he's kind of like, really? What are you doing? We're going to fight about that? So people are contentious, and you want to just be aware that that contentious energy can be used other way if you want to. It also can be used for a good old fight because you need one, right? But I would suggest you redirect it and, you know, clean out your closet or throw away stuff or do something. I have to say it felt like stuff was jumping out of my hands all over my kitchen today uh, when I was trying to cook for this party. I, I mean, things jumped off the walls. Things fell out of the cupboards. I'm like, oh, man, am I going to – this what's going to happen? So just know the energy is very volatile, right? Uh, Mars goes into Leo on July 1st at 718, so he's out of cancer, thank heavens, um, and then we're free. Now, Jupiter this week also has aspects with the nodes of fate, and they're hard aspects by declination, so they're loss. So Jupiter is the loss of the wisdom, the loss of the wise teacher, the loss of the authority figure, the loss of the father, the loss of the guru. So you may hear that some of your teachers have shifted or left. You may find out you're now moving up on the escalator of life because uh, Jupiter has these aspects to the nodes of fate. And again, that's the beginning of the week, the 26th and the 24th and the 30th. Those are the dates for that. Also, there's a little bit of stress on partnerships on the 26th. So it's good to maybe just, you know, give each other a break and everybody go to their own room. Saturn uh, has a health aspect on the 27th, uh, and he also is not thinking clearly. So he might be saying to you, well, you know, you really need to do is bop, 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 and you're kind of like, you know, and he's like, no, he can be a little bossy this week. The authority figures can be a little bit telling you what you should do, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going to take it well. And if, if someone says to you, hey, I want to raise or I want this, and you say no to them, they're not going to take it well. You know, it, It's one of those, well, I think I've earned it. And really do have the dialogue and the conversation and no squishy answers with Mercury and Cancer. No squishy answers because they're going to be mad because Mercury, of course, Mercury and Cancer is answering to that moon in Aries, right? See how the, the week's going to be a little wild? Of course, that's the first few days. Uranus this week is at 5, Taurus. So he is having a change your house aspect, and he's also having a good connections aspect. So watch for unexpected connections out of the blue. And Neptune is sesquiquadrate Juno, which gives us a, you know, perhaps a little disillusionment about our relationships. And that's okay. You know, sometimes you see them, and, you know, there's the concept of the good enough mother, so you want to kind of go, are they good enough? They're good enough. You know, maybe they're not perfect. Maybe I'm asking for a little bit too much right now. Because remember, all those cancer planets can also be a little whiny. 
So if you find yourself whining, it's totally appropriate. Go whine. Just don't whine where anybody can hear you. Um, then we have uh, Pluto in a contra-parallel to Athena. So both Saturn and Pluto are arguing with strategy or a strategic approach. And he is contra-parallel on the 25th. Saturn is contra-parallel on the 26th. So, you know, Athenas are saying, you know, the really the better plan of this is this. And you're, Pluto and Saturn are going, I know you think that's a good plan for me, but I don't really think it's a good plan for me. I don't really want to do it. And then relationships, interestingly, are having some health challenges. So this is a time with, and that's on the 26th too. So you can hear how the 26th is kind of mean. Um, so relationships having health transits, kind of think about what that means. It's the time to sit and look at the relationship and kind of assess where it is. I mean, obviously you're doing a lot of personal work, and a lot of times when you change, you, you know, people around you really notice it. But also sometimes it's hard on them. Right, so you've changed, and it's it's like different, you know they're different, and you're kind of like you're different than you used to be, and they they are, and so you want to kind of say, what's you know like what's the health of our relationship? Because when you change the relationship, you've changed a dynamic in the relationship, and these are kick-ass change. Uh, excuse me for saying nasty words if young children are listening. But they're big, they're big, they're big aspects this week. Not nearly as hard as last week, but emotionally intense this week. So really give it, give it comfort. Understand relationships can feel a little stressed because the universe is really asking us to evolve. And then once we've finished evolving, it's like they say on the airplane, put on your air mask first before you help the kids. You got to take care of yourself. So take good care of yourself. If you're running a temper, you're running a heat, you're running a little passion. You're right in link with the universe. It's going to be a Great Lake Astrology Conference this weekend in Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's a really nice conference. Starts next weekend. So hopefully we'll see you there. If you're coming there, introduce yourself to me. And if not, I wish you all a great week. Remember, the eclipses are coming. The eclipses are coming. Take care. And signing off from the bright red desk. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.